Welcome back to Blending the Rules. I'm Haley. And I'm Laura, and we're two art teachers in a classroom teacher world. Today, we're going to talk about color and color theory as part of our little mini-series on elements of art and how we teach them in our classrooms. Our mini-mini-series. Mini-mini-series. <laughs> we're trying to make some nice, a little bit shorter. Nice and short for you. You don't have to listen to us ramble on for too long. So, we'll get right into it. So, color and color theory, we feel like you can do all kinds of things with it can go with all grades lots of variety in there lots of different like avenues of how to do it and different ways to approach it um one thing that we both do is like practicing color mixing i think that's probably one of the biggest things that people think of when you're thinking about oh how do i teach the element of color is you're talking about your color mixing so you start off i start off with kindergarten as last week we talked about lines and shapes, I literally go in order like that. I do lines, then I do shapes, then I do colors. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the primary colors and how they're the first colors. You just have to have them. You can't make them. And then you can mix those to make the secondary colors. And my favorite video of all time is the OK Go. Oh, yeah. Co- like, everybody needs that. I know all the, the words to the it. The OK Go uh, <laughs> primary color song. Yeah, you need that one. Because there's three primary colors. Yes. <laughs> um, sorry, if you don't know the song, that's go one of look the lines. It up. Okay, go. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. And then the there's a Lego version, too. too. Oh, you really? Watch, I yes. can't remember if I've seen that or not. So you watch the one with the real people, and it's like stop motion, really cute and yeah, fun. And then it's awesome. there's a Lego version where it's Lego people, but it's the same music video, but it's <laughs> Legos, so the kids always love that. So some different things you could use to practice your color mixing. Um, And this could be for the project, too. It doesn't just have to be practice. I guess it just depends on, you know, I think everybody always thinks, oh, I've got to get paint out for color mixing. And not necessarily. We figured out some other things that work, too. Like, you could always do watercolor paint, too, if it's, like, the prep Mm -hmm. work of it. Or, like, if you've got, like, some kind of gross watercolors, but, like, they're clean, (laughs) right? Like, but they're, like, mostly gone. That would be great to, like, use up your red yellow and blue and like have them practice mixing you could do tempera cakes i've done watercolor crayons and like had them layer them Mm -hmm. and then put some water over them um oil pastels is actually how i normally introduce color mixing to my kindergarten with oil pastels before and i always explain to them the orange is usually a little off and your purple might end up a little bit dark or violet whichever team you're on but i I always tell them too like we always start or I can't even remember exactly how I normally explain it now because I haven't done it yet. It's like one of the next things I'm going to do. <laughs> um, but like I always tell them, like if it looks a little too dark for purple, add some more red on it. And I said, yeah. but oil pastels just don't mix perfectly. And I was like, your paint's going to mix a little bit better because we can control it a little bit more. Um, like the the amounts that we're putting in there was oil pastels. It is what it is. And so I always tell them, just color off to the side if you don't like the way it looks and try it again, like, and just do something different. Yeah, um, making purple is hard, even with, like, paints yeah. and stuff. I know some people it like is. to use the cyan, yellow, and magenta instead. I've never done that because I, I just feel like that's I not true. Either. Like, that's yeah. not... Some people... I mean, there's I a huge argument out there in the oh, world of some people would, sure. like, throw you under fire for saying what well, you just said. <laughs> good for them, but, like... I don't I use just, it either. That's not... <clears throat> that's not... I just don't feel like that's I want them an to learn accurate their how colors. it should work. How it should work. That doesn't yes. mean it's always going to. Exactly. But how it should work. And I don't want them to think that cyan and magenta are primary colors because they're not. Yeah. Like, true. I want true. them to learn that red, yellow, and blue are the primary colors. Then you mix them and you make the secondary colors. Right. And then when I practice sometimes, it's making a color wheel. So we're, yeah. you know, putting them in the right place yep. and then they learn 
oh, that's, that's why you have a color wheel, because it's showing you right. how to mix them. That's how you can use a color wheel. Um, so obviously to go along with color mixing, like talking about color families, like it's always great to start like the younger kids with like the primary colors. Um, and then obviously building on those secondary colors like we talked about. And then it, like once they kind of understand like, oh, they're a family. And I have this poster yes. and I don't remember where I got the idea from. I feel like I probably saw it somewhere and then I just kind of made it my own. And it was a long time ago. But like I have little crayons that are the right color and they look like they're a little family and they've got yes. little like portraits or it says family color family portraits and like I even like you know the warm colors I make it look like they're melting so that hopefully oh, they'll remember those nice. are the warm colors like the cool colors have sunglasses on because they're cool like oh. <laughs> and I they, thinking, they like, love that um but they always think that's really funny too on those um so then like getting more into like color families and obviously like the older your students are getting like the more you can get into the different color families um yeah. and talking about more of those like I don't talk a whole lot about neutral until like middle of first grade and I kind of just bring it up yeah. because we're using it for a project but then after that I don't I mean like it comes up obviously but I don't necessarily intentionally do a whole lot of stuff with like neutrals yeah, unless you know we're making portraits or something I might talk about like hey we're using like neutral colors more for this because like our skin is not purple <laughs> And come on, do kindergartners and first graders really want to do neutral colors all the time? No. No, they're boring. But they did. I have done neutral colors with them before, and they, they did think it was cool. It was just, like, having, like, the different shades like that. And I think, yeah. too, Crayola coming out with that Colors of the World yes, line has cool. made a big difference for them because then they're seeing, like, oh, this is just a different kind of color. But you're right. They are more drawn to, like, your bright typical colors yeah, not fun. neutral colors but they still have like appreciate when we've done neutral color projects but mm -hmm. sometimes some of them you'll get oh this isn't this is yeah. boring and I'm like ah, we got to do it though like I you're fine it, <laughs> I did it as an option so I do yes. that with um second grade and I had like a color family portraits worksheet that I made like yours and um which I feel like there's so many variations out there you can google it and find stuff mm -hmm. but we did I think we did a color wheel and then we did color families and then the project, they had to choose one color family for mm -hmm. their project. I've done that before So too. they had to pick one of them and neutral was an option. Yeah. And some kids actually picked it and it looked really neat in the oh, end. Oh, cool. So yeah, you just never know. Yeah. I do a lot of things with like warm and cool and like you have to pick warm or cool. Like, yeah. And mm -hmm. it makes like passing out supplies so much easier too. Because yes. you can be like, all the warm people that picked warm colors go to this side of the room. All the people who pick cool colors, and you don't have to get well, as much then, stuff out. Then you have so kids nice. saying like, "Can I use warm and cool?" And, and I'm I was like, "No, because no, that's no, all the colors." No, you can't. And Sorry. I just I just did a project where we were like rolling the marble around in the tray to do like a splatter painting, and I had to tell them like, when you start mixing all the colors together, you get your neutrals. Like if you yeah. go across the color wheel, and I, I show always them that too. Or that it, sometimes it just it, gets like a weird color. It's not yeah, even it's like, like muddy. It's not like a gross. pretty brown or a pretty t It's just kind of like a strange, yeah. Yeah. like, nasty-looking green. Yeah, but they don't, yeah. <laughs> or nasty-looking orange. They, yeah, they want to use all the colors, and then if yeah. you let them, they'll just be disappointed. So, But then, like, it's also – sometimes, like, it's that teaching tool. you got to do That's it. Like, true. hey, you learned yeah. your lesson. You probably won't do that again. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and so, like, some artists. Um, I know um, we kind of got into a little bit of Mondrian. Um, and obviously, that's really easy for, like, primary colors and then, like, your black and your white. But last year what I did, and I absolutely loved it, is we made two miniature projects. We did one one day where it was all primary colors, and we used, like, scrap pieces of paper. Mm -hmm. And then we did one that was all secondary colors. 
and it was so cute nice. and now i'm thinking like maybe i should do a third where we do neutral colors like just to like yeah have like, like the out. different kind spread. of color families or like you could do like warm cool and neutral or like yeah. you could do you know i don't know but i think that would be really fun but i when i did the two they were super cute like yeah. they turned out really cool um i've done well, I'm going to throw the, not really an artist, but I did impressionism with third grade and we talked about analogous colors because I needed mm-hmm. them to make a flower and they needed to make painted paper, but I didn't want them to, you know, they're going to jump to use all the colors and it's going to get muddy and gross. So I explained analogous colors just as like a little mini lesson, mm-hmm. like on the fly. And they had to pick three colors in a row. We talked about that. I always yeah. say they're next door neighbors. You can't yeah. cross the street on the color wheel. Yeah. Um, Jasper Johns, I love using um, for color. I do it with second grade. It I works really well with like his numbers. And then you can fit color families in there because he uses a lot of primary colors. And then you can see like they'll notice like, oh, but I see some green in some of his. I'm like, well, how do you think that got there? They're like, oh, because it mixed. Because he, like, painted so kind of messy. Yeah. And so they can see that, but then they have to choose. Yeah. And, like, I – so I do a Jasper Johns project, but that's one where they have to pick warm or cool for what we're doing um, because we're painting, and we talk about how, like, if you you do both, you're probably going to get a strange color that you're not looking for. So that's why I make them pick, and most of them follow that, but every once in a while there's a couple that don't. Yeah. (laughs) Roy Lichtenstein, I thought, would be a great one because it's a lot of primary colors with his Mm -hmm. pop art. Um, Yeah. I guess a lot of these are, like, primary colors. And, like, but pop art in general, too, is super yes, colorful. so vibrant. You could do all different kinds. It's just, like we said at the beginning, it's just, like, the direction that you take it and how you mm-hmm. want to form your projects and your mm-hmm. curriculum, like... And I know, I know I talk about Latinx art a lot because I love it so much, <laughs> but, like, Latinx, and I was, like, thinking of, like, okay, like, color or, like, types of artists and, like... Like, they do so much color. Things are so bright. Like, it's almost strange when they have something that's neutral or, yes. like, black and white. Because you're like, oh, that's kind of different for what you would normally do. And so it's always really interesting. But, like, Latinx is great if you're looking to do, like, tie-in, like, a group of artists or artists. Um, that's always a good but option. But you can also talk about Victoria Villasana. And she uses black and white pictures yeah, of and people then and then adds them. color on top of them. So yeah. you could kind of talk about both. Like neutral yeah. colors in that way, and then the That's true. other colors. She makes those colors pop by having yes. black and white on there. There's a reason um, why we have neutrals. <laughs> <laughs> there is a reason we have neutrals. Yes, that's a good point. Um, so I know we've gone over like a couple of our projects, kind of just like in like talking. Um, like you had mentioned, you've done color wheels. Um, mm-hmm. For my color mixing that I was talking about, that I get it ready to do um, with kindergarten is we read mouse paint, and I know everybody does this, and I've changed it every single I year. I do it all the time. I, I've done it well, once, and but that's like it. I mean, like. Every Every, like out there like yes, in the artist, art teacher world but like I've done this different every year but like the the best day of that project is when I give them the primary colors and they I just give them a big piece of paper yeah. and I tell them that they've got to make each color but hey if you don't like how your orange turned out try it again make your orange again you've got mm-hmm. this whole paper and then we eventually like cut those splotches out yeah. I did something totally different last year and that was fun too they had like a rectangular piece of paper and we put like yellow at the top and red at the bottom and then we slowly brought it together to where it made orange but if they painted the whole paper orange that was fine and I think that might have obviously not for everybody but I think that might have helped it click for them of like 
oh, yeah, like I'm bringing together. these colors together, and that's how I got here. Um, so that's that's one of my favorite things to do with the little kids as far as color mixing. One of my favorites is a book. I don't even think it's in print anymore, but it's called <laughs> Painting the Town. But I made a blog post about books I use with kindergartners, and that was one of them. And I think I had trouble finding it. But it's a cute book, and it shows, like, a cityscape, and it's, like, contour drawings, all, like, black and white. And then they these kids, like, throw apples into the city and their primary colors, and they make the buildings turn into secondary colors. So oh, fun. <clears throat> So they draw them with Sharpies. They draw the buildings with Sharpies. And then I give them only the primary colors. And then together, we make the buildings into the secondary colors. And we put little dots on the bottom. It looks like the apples that mix. So you can see the two colors. And then you can see the secondary color. I don't Um, feel like I've ever seen this project. I, maybe I haven't done it in a little bit. I'll oh. have to find it and show you. I want to see it. Yeah. It's, anyway, it's a very on, quick, sorry. like, it's a quick one-day thing. It's not, like, a super big but one. But you that, could make it big, depending oh, on how yeah, you, you do could. it. Yeah. Um, one that I've been doing more now is the book Mixed by Ari Chung. Oh, yeah. I Good love one. that book. And then Color Blocked with Second Grade, and I love that one. Um, it's a little bit – you could do that one with a lot of older kids, I think. So Mixed is, like – if you haven't seen that one, it's like the town and like the reds won't hang out with the blues, they won't <laughs> hang out with the yellows. Like the blues are too cool. It's funny. Yeah. It's so funny. And then you can like take it all different kinds of ways with how you want to do yeah, it. We like so color much. mix little little dots and then they turn them into little people with Sharpies when they dried and oh, yeah. stuff. That's a cute But idea. the color blocked one, that's a book that I found on Vooks, that website mm-hmm. and app and stuff. So it's like an animated book. And I think the actual book is one of those where it has you, like, tilt the book and do things to it and shake it. And it looks like the paint is going all over. But it's like a factory. It looks like a color factory with all these pipes and gears and things that are all black and white. And then the color is, like, spilling out. And then it mixes because it's, like, you know, out of control. It's, like, broken (laughs) and going all over the place. So I did it with second grade. And we did liquid watercolors and then with a straw, blew it uh-huh. so that they kind of mixed with each other uh-huh. that way. So that was really fun. But I think that one you could really up the ante and, like, with the drawing. There's so and many have, ways you could do that, yeah, too. Like, I'm thinking, kids, too, of, like, of different things you could details. do. Um, and something, I haven't done this in a while, and I would say I do this, I think it's more successful with the older kids, but I, I do think I've done it with, like, second grade, but that would obviously be, like, the lowest I would go with that, um, is making tints and shades. Like, yeah, I've never done it with young ones like that, so. I don't remember what I did, though. Like, I feel like it was really simple. Like, it was not this, but, like, I'm thinking of, like, those ice cream scoops that people do. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, that's not what I did, but I know it was really simple like that to where it was. Was like okay we're gonna do this one then we're gonna make it a step darker or a step mm-hmm. lighter however you want to go about it um and I've done it I've I used to do it all the time lots of different ways I don't even remember because I've done it hasn't been it's been so long I don't remember what I used to do with it but like yeah. I would do like observation painting where like I covered a box with like paper like I wrapped it like a mm-hmm. present and then like so it was like solid color and then you had to like figure out what the values were on it oh, that's hard that sounds um, like college like, but I, it was fun, and it was yeah. so. They were so satisfied when they were done because it was so realistic. But that was yes. fifth grade. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and that was also when I taught sixth grade. I did that with them gotcha. too. Um, but like, that's always like tints and shape. They're so fascinated by that, right? Because they always, how do I get pink? How do I get pink? And yes. so it's like that's a that's great time true. to teach them about it yeah. too. 
But we can save that conversation for our last mini, mini episode because we're going to talk about value, texture, and space. But I just know that that's one thing I've done with color a lot in the past. So maybe I can go find my examples and and talk about them more. (laughs) Because, like, tints and shades, you are still – it's still color. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're moving out of the color and then going into the next element, which you're right. You said last time there's a very, like, strict – order that you go in and I, I kind of agree it's line then shape yeah. and it color, feels like then you value. kind of have to yeah Don't so to, next time tune in and we'll have another episode about what was it value texture and space and we'll share some of our ideas for that in the meantime make sure you check out our website and all our blog posts on www.blendingtherules.com I just blended that all together. <laughs> blended that you all blended together. It together. Keep blending. Blendingtherules.com <laughs> on TikTok, um, Blending the Rules Podcast One, Instagram, and Threads. Even though I'm not really on, I don't do anything. Oh, we're so threads. bad about Threads. I'm sorry. Is threads, threads still a thing? I don't know. It is, but uh... Blending the Rules Podcast Instagram, and then I think that's it. That's oh, it. join our crew if you want some more. Yeah, yeah. Like detailed resources and interactions with us we get together once a month yeah hope to see you there